Hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of Questionable Advice, a podcast for teens. Today, I have my really good friend, Abby Porter, here to help talk about this. She's been on a few episodes in the past, and so we just thought it'd be good to bring her back. And today, we're going to talk about how to get the best high school experience and, like, how to just take advantage of that, because you only have so much time, and you don't want to waste it and regret it. So we just kind of broke it down between do's and don'ts and, like, the things that we think will make the best high school experience and the worst high school experience. So first, we're going to talk about do's. What were some of your do's? So I would say for my list of do's and don'ts, this is me speaking to eighth graders because at least I know for my position, I did a fairly good job of like these these guidelines of just how to um, enjoy your high school experience when I was in high school, but I did not in eighth grade and I needed to hear this from somebody. All I heard when I was in eighth grade was just like, you'll be fine. And... (laughs) Anyway, so one of the things I would say is work smarter, not harder. Make sure that you find ways to study that, like, are good for you personally because you can just destroy yourself mentally trying to get good grades and studying in a format that's not good for you and stressing. I would just say that make sure that you do get good grades because that's something you can't really, it's really hard to go back and get those good grades or to like just decide halfway through high school that you want to apply yourself from the start and do your best to get good grades so that you have good choices and opportunities. But absolutely make sure that you're keeping up with your mental health and don't let grades define you and destroy you because your grades are just that, they're just grades. They can help you get going to good places, but it's not who you are. So I just say, yeah, make sure that you find a way to study that works for you to um to help you do your best in life yeah i definitely agree with that i know that like a lot of my friends put a lot of pressure on themselves they're like oh we have to get like all a's and like i have a friend right now and she's taking a class that's extremely difficult and she convinced herself she needs it for college but she actually doesn't it was just like a misunderstanding and so now she's taking this class and it's like very very hard and she's struggling she's like oh i can't go hang out with you guys like i have to do homework and like i understand that she wants to prove herself and you know what that's awesome that she's willing to put in that effort and not everybody can do that and handle their mental health like it's so easy to become like immersed in your grades and like been there done that i know that for myself a lot of times i'm like oh like i have to get this certain grade to prove that i'm better than everybody and it gets like really unhealthy and so like don't over apply yourself but also like put in the effort like honestly it's not that hard to pull up a quizlet and just study for like 10 minutes like that is not gonna Mm -hmm. kill you it'll make it better too because like colleges they really don't care about the overarching high school experience they want to know like did you put in effort Mm -hmm. and then they're more likely to like accept you and stuff especially right now with corona they're like solely looking at were these kids motivated were they putting in effort or are they happy with just making c's that they didn't work for like it's one thing if you're putting in all your effort and your best effort is an 85 good for you. You're putting in that effort. But it's another thing if you're not even going to try and then you're going to make a 67 and then complain about it. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely agree with that of like just putting in effort just because, you know, this this means a lot for your future. I would say especially when you're like a sophomore because freshman year was really difficult for me. 
Mm-hmm. But, like, freshman, sophomore year, like, I live in, like, a... Like, if you get a C in my house, like, you're in trouble. But, like, if you get Bs, you know, you're all right. And so, like, I just... I was fine by that. I was coasting. I never did corrections. And I never did, like, any, like, extra effort. Like, I would never study or anything. And I just got by with Bs freshman and sophomore year. And now that it's junior year, I made a decision personally to get straight A's. Just because I don't have classes that are too hard. I only have one honors class. But I made the decision to just get straight A's because I need because I just I just felt like that was something I needed to do for myself and that was actually really difficult for me to make that transition especially during junior year because everybody else is already struggling junior year and so I would just say from the start especially sophomore year if you don't get straight like if you don't get good grades sophomore year you are going to be in a world of hurt junior year because it just gets so much harder. Yeah, sophomore year is definitely, like, the good... That Sophomore year was a very big learning year for me of, like, oh, I need to actually put in effort, but also, like, oh, I don't need to stress myself out with this project and, like, go all out and, like, try and do this extravagant thing, you know? It's, like, freshman year is definitely going to be a hard year because you're learning what is high school and, like, how do these classes work. But once you're a sophomore, you kind of have it figured out a little bit. But then once you get to junior year, it's all different again. Mm -hmm. And so trying to figure it out sophomore year, even if that means putting in extra time, it's definitely worth it because you'll so be happier in the end because your grades will look good, but you'll also be like mentally healthy. Like you're not going to overexert yourself. Yeah. And like, I really had to put a lot of things like on the back burner for me. Like now I can only work Saturdays and I can barely like see my friends, but I make time for all of that. Like I make sure that I don't watch as much, like half as much TV as I used to. And like, I haven't been able to see Sarah in a while, but I made time in between a bunch of different things that I have to do to record this podcast and hang out with her a little bit. Like, it's just like, you don't have to give up your life to step, to get good grades and study. Like, like you can make it work. Just like, stop watching so much TV. <laughs> that's it. I definitely, um, oh, sorry. That's it. Okay. I was gonna say, I definitely agree with like, not trying to drop your friends through that, which is one of the things I put on my don't list was like, don't unintentionally drop friends. It's so easy to like, be caught up with sports and work and homework and just like wanting to consistently make friends, you know, especially at the beginning of the year. Like it's, you want to create those new relationships and you kind of forget to maintain the old ones. So I would say like, don't drop your old friends unintentionally. It's one thing if like this person's toxic or they're just not a good influence on you or you're just like, don't feel like you need to be friends with them. That's different. But I mean like, don't just stop texting them because you're like, oh, sorry, I got busy. Mm -hmm. Like I would, even if it means, you know, hey, I'm sorry like I've been really busy lately I know I can't text you as much but I'll make it up to you here like that's you putting an effort because this isn't even so much for you this is like for the other people like it's just not fair to them that you almost like I don't want to say lead them on but like you lead them on that like oh you'll be this really good friend and then you kind of like drop them and it's not even like a I don't like you it's just like I don't have time so I would say put in your best effort to like make sure people know that you may not be able to answer them every five minutes but also making sure they know that you still value them and you still value your relationship with them because I've had so many people just like drop me it was unintentional and so no hurt feelings but it's still like oh you know it would have been nice if you had told me that you were going to be busy or that you were gonna you know have this other friend that you prefer over me and that's fine we're not having to be friends for the rest of our life but like keeping that communication it's valuable it makes you look like a better person mm-hmm. and like I remember the other day like I woke up at like eight and I did homework and on a Saturday I think until I got called into work and I remember 
um, I, like, texted Sarah. I was like, hey, I can hang out at this place. Like, we can go thrifting right next to my work for, like, a couple hours, but then I have to go because I hadn't been able to hang out with you for so long. And it wasn't ideal, but I did homework until I went, like, like thrifting with um, Sarah for, like, a couple hours and then straight to work until late night and I had to go home. Like, it wasn't ideal, but I made time to hang out with her. I don't really think there's an excuse for people to drop friends like that. Like, I, and mm-hmm. even that wasn't, like, necessary to our friendship. Because we, yeah. we still, like, are good, even if that hadn't have happened. But there's just, you can make time. Or, like, I've seen, like, oh, well, you can really make, you can really make relationships and friendships work. Like, if you, all you have in the morning is FaceTiming while you're getting dressed, then do that. If all you have is just, like, a pen pal that you can write on your, like, way to a bus drive to, like, your job or your school or something, then just, you can work around it. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's putting in that little effort. Because, like, to you it may be like, oh my gosh, I have to inconvenience myself to, like, maintain this relationship, which should never be your outlook on it. But let's say it is. But, like, to the other person, it's like, wow, like, I know that this person is obnoxiously busy and, like, has no time, and yet they're still making an effort to reach out to me. And, like, with Abby, I know that she's very busy. And, like, the fact that she still messages me and is like, hey, like, we should meet up, you know, it means a lot. And it shows that she's willing to put in that effort, even though I know we'll see each other in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to move on to... I know we kind of went on a friend tangent, but <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm, you know, I'm going to continue it. So I would say that the biggest part that's made high school the best experience for me that I had to learn on my own was being a proactive friend. And, like, this is something that I've learned by having these kinds of friends, the friends that are the when, not if friends, the friends that are just like, oh, I saw you one time that you liked that certain cookie. Well, I know a place downtown and we're going tomorrow whether you like it or not. Because <laughs> those, that kind of, that mindset of just doing those kinds of things, just just talking to that person, just inviting them to that thing, you really, that's my, like, my most important part of high school for me is just almost being aggressively involved with everybody. <laughs> Stopping, just, like, limiting yourself. Just send the text. Just invite them. Like, I remember, like, there's just been so many times where I'm like, hey, like, Olivia, my friend from school, like, is it cool if I come over Saturday? Yeah. And then we hang out and it's like, she'll invite me too, but it's just, it's just about just being like, yo, we should hang out, because I have free time, and just being, like, proactive and being your friend, just being proactively nice, like, I remember me and my other friend from school, Tip, she'll, like, she, we can't always hang out, because we don't have a lot of classes together anymore, well, some, but what she'll do sometimes is she'll just, like, go into my planner when I'm not looking, and just, like, write notes for me different days, or, like, I'll leave a sticky note on her thing, just being, like, tip I love you with my whole heart or like some stupid joke or something I love that yeah just like just being like that or just that kind of thing where you just um proactively involved with everybody and talking to everybody just one thing okay I'm gonna go on to my next point real quick because it relates um one thing I'd say is like don't be stupid but be spontaneous like if, think about the consequences, of course, before you do something, but if the only thing holding you back is fear, you should never let that, like, stop you. I'll no, just get over it. Like, you just have to just get over that and just do whatever is whole, like, whatever you're afraid to do. 
Like, if that's just just talking to somebody or just being like, I'm good. How are you really? No, please, let's go on a walk and talk about it because, or let me talk about myself because I just want to be around you for a minute, you know? Like, mm-hmm. just be spontaneous. Of course, don't be stupid and do everything that comes your way, but if all it is is just like, oh, I'm just nervous or I'm just, like, just a little scared or, like, just you need to just practice and at least try to get over that because that is one of the best parts of my high school experience is getting over that stupid fear yeah I think everybody has like that favorite friend or like person they really admire who's just like oh we're just gonna go do this for fun and it's just like how how do like me a little control freak who's like very nervous about going into things like I I want to sit and like think about it first you know seeing people who just want to go like do things really quickly and like things like crazy things like I don't know when, this sounds so silly but like when friends are like oh hey let's let's just go to Dallas and like just go I'm like that's very far how are we supposed to get there don't like you guys have parents yeah I'm like it just like completely blows my mind and that's like spontaneity and obviously that's not like the most extreme example but that's like a, a real example from my life you know and things like that like we all see somebody who does that and even though for me I'm like whoa how do you do that like I still really admire that the fact that they're willing to go do those things or like people who just kind of show up and like have a gift for you and they like don't have a reason and they're just Mm -hmm. like gonna do it because they love you like that's so sweet and that honestly is such a sign of like a deep friendship like Abby and I could like not talk for a week and I think we'd still pull up and like be able to have a conversation be like oh hey like I found this thing that I thought you'd like and maybe it's just like literally a leaf but it'd still be like oh she found that leaf and thought about me. You gave me a stupid leaf. <laughs> I would not. I think Abby would love the leaf. But it's like things like that. It's like you know me well enough to find the little things and like see the value in it. And so I agree with that. And then also with just being spontaneous. Like Abby and I talk about this a lot of like we feel like big kids when the people working at stores or like other teenagers want to interact it's like such a sign of maturity the fact that like you don't even know these people and they're just like so how's it going like how's your day like i went to go get boba the other day and the waiter's just like we were having such an awkward moment i was tired he was tired there was no good conversation going on and i just kept like asking him the same questions i was like wait can you add can you add soy milk to this and he's like yeah okay please add soy milk and then i'd like completed my order i'm like wait I need boba. <laughs> it was just, it was so bad. And I just kept being like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm tired. And so after, he was like, so how's your day going? I was like, well, obviously I'm tired. And we just like, we're laughing about it. And it's just like, I don't know this dude. Like, I ran into him a few times at the boba place. I doubt he recognizes me. But Joseph, let me tell you, we be interacting like we've <laughs> known each other for a while. And so it's like things like that of just like, you know, if I was nervous, I could have just been like, good you know, and not engage, like, that's an awesome opportunity to just, like, be friendly with people. Just be real, yeah. Yeah, like, you don't have to be all like, oh, it's been great, I went to church this morning, like, you can just be like, honestly, I'm tired, I'm driving without my glasses, and I have a restricted license, and, um, I can't read your menu, (laughs) so that's how my day's been going. You know, it's just like, that just leaves such a good mark on people's day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I remember, um, the other day, like, I had a study hall, and my plan was to go to the library, and like get all my homework done and I remember I was walking outside and my friend was like hey want to go to Red Zeppelin like a record store and that time McKinney and I was like okay and I just like got in like her car and we just went and of course I had to pay for that later <laughs> like I had to do all that at night but it was so worth it because I, I got like such a good friendship out of it 
or not friendship, but like a good memory out of it. Yeah. Or like the another thing is is like my friends in college now, and big boy, and she's <laughs> just like. We just don't have the same friendship. Like, it's definitely, definitely, definitely still one of my best friends. But it's just, it's always just a little bit different, you know, because yeah. college. And so now I'll just, like, I have, like, a box of just Ashley Harrison box where I just throw <laughs> random stuff that reminds me of her. Like, I remember I got, I got her a letter, and it was, like, a couple of magnets and, like, half-eaten Sour Patch because I got hungry <laughs> and, like, a little letter and, like some other just small things and that like I gave it to her and like it's just like I like and so I just feel like that kind of thing where it's yeah. like just giving constantly giving and constantly being involved with people is so good I know at least for my mental health that is what yeah. I live for um yeah yeah I agree with that I think mm-hmm. another thing that we kind of have like low-key touched on was just like doing things for fun and like trying new things so I know that like for myself when I started CCA I'm a musician and I'm a singer but I actually wasn't singing or playing any instruments before I started my school um which I started the school like as a freshman and so I wasn't doing any of that and my mom had signed me up to do like worship for this retreat they do in the fall like right before school starts so I didn't know anybody I didn't know how to play an instrument I had not been singing regularly like I just sing for fun like in my room and my mom signed me up to sing in front of like 300 it probably is not actually 300 but it feels like it it's like definitely 3 million yeah like 3 million other middle school and high school kids and I also had really 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 bad anxiety at the time so it was just like a really bad mix I was like who signed me up for this but I ended up really loving it and it gave me an opportunity to like share about having anxiety and like a lot of people related to me on that and I created like little small relationships with people and I was like the new kid and after that I ended up joining their music group their praise and worship group and I ended up learning guitar and a little bit of piano and so it's like because my mom pushed me I was able to learn these new things and so now I'm more willing to try things on my own you know I'm like hmm like mythology for example it's one of our elective classes it's like it's a good class because Percy Jackson but then it's also like I don't know any of this and it's just kind of like a new thing of like you know typically in mythology oh that's the nerd kid class but I end up really liking it he just like tells stories the whole time and it's just like mm-hmm. really low effort and like interesting and so it's things like that like had I been like oh the nerds are gonna be there or like this is gonna be lame and boring I wouldn't have been willing to take the class and now I'm like really glad that I did because it's like one of my most look forward to classes yeah like I would just 100% like I love that class I just one thing I would say is that I remember I took I played volleyball freshman year and then I remember I was just like remember when I used to play soccer when I was like six <laughs> maybe I should do soccer again and I just decided to totally change like just it just changed a lot for me playing soccer that next sophomore year because I'd been playing so I'd been playing volleyball since I was in sixth grade to freshman year and I had these friends and I was a setter and I was doing good and I had a routine and I totally just ditched that and left them all to <laughs> join a soccer team with guys and girls on a sport I hadn't played in so long and it was hard it was absolutely so difficult to make that switch but I wouldn't I would not I like I I would not change that for the world because I made so many good friends and of course it was terrifying <laughs> for a good half of it just because that's who I am and like a like a new sport with new people 
is one of the scariest things you can change. And yeah, I definitely. I put myself through that. <laughs> I did that. That was self-inflicted. <laughs> but it was such a good experience. And, like, I would just say that just do that. Just switch sports. Just take that stupid class that's going to be harder. Like, so just, that sounds odd. Just pick up that new hobby. Like, I cannot tell you, like, how important it is to just pick up a hobby. Pick up new things. You're not going to be good at them. But if if it's not, if you're taking it too seriously, it's not going to be fun and you're not doing it right. Hobbies are more fun when you don't take them too seriously. Yeah. 100%. You just have to just try new things and and stick stick with it. Like, get good at those things and... Yeah, just new experiences in high school are so important because you won't always be that spontaneous and risky. Yeah. You're going to get old. And you're going <laughs> to stick with those same things. You got to make sure that when you're in high school, you you just try new things because they're new. Yeah, and to be fair, you're not going to enjoy everything you try. Mm-hmm. Like, there are plenty of things that my mom made me do. Like, she really wanted us to be exposed to, like, a lot of different, like, experiences and, like, hobbies, and I really appreciated that she did that because had she not, I'd be a loser. But um, she, like, made us take a lot of Joanne's classes, and so, like, I learned how to sew, I learned how to bake, I learned how to frost, like, cupcakes and things, and, like, I learned how to crochet... Your mom wouldn't let you take volleyball in sixth grade because you <laughs> couldn't breathe okay. going up the stairs. <laughs> I really can't. Like, still going up the stairs, um, I get really, really bad headaches. Like, it's so embarrassingly what? dumb. Yeah, no, dead serious. Because, um, this is a little off topic. I have a deviated septum, so only half of my nose works. And so, if I start doing hard activity, I can't get all of my oxygen. And oh. I get headaches from the lack of oxygen. Because I was in the back seat, and your mom was like, you can't do anything. You go up the stairs, and <laughs> yeah. Died. Yeah, no, like, she's dead serious. And I didn't know that you had like a medical problem. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, she was being dead serious. <laughs> Sarah, you will die. You have two flights. Yeah, no, she's very, very serious. But yeah, um, like she gave me a lot of opportunities to like try new things, and I hated like half of it. But now I can be like, hey, I took a crochet class one time, mm-hmm. and I could crochet my water bottle some clothes, you know, things like that. It's just like water bottle pants. <laughs> you better believe I did it. It really happened. Can but, yeah. you imagine making a like a water bottle card again? <laughs> I don't think I ever made a cardigan. I made like a vest. I made a- <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is surreal. I made a bikini and I made a skirt and like a halter top. <laughs> I have no idea. It's a. It was my glass bottle that said naked, and so it needed clothes so that it wasn't naked. Oh, and then I dropped it out of the car grade. one time and it broke. I think I was a. Yeah, I made it when I was in eighth grade, and then I made I some when I was a freshman. I used to sit in history and like crochet. Little I would have you as a freshman. <laughs> you would not have been alive. No, the friends. CCA kids ate it up. They thought it was so fun. Oh They're like, "Oh, Sarah's crocheting in class." I'm like sitting there with my little <laughs> stick. <laughs> no, yeah. I no. Another thing is like getting like skills and stuff that are so random yeah like, this is like i remember last year i was like i'm i'm gonna learn how to juggle and i'm gonna learn <laughs> it took me like a month but like now i can juggle or like just things like that like i know how to knit and crochet because i had that phase in sixth grade yeah or like i know how to make a lot of jewelry and stuff because i went through that phase or like duct tape things because i went through that phase mm-hmm. just like Phases are okay, kids. Like, it's yeah. the healthiest thing you can do. It is a phase, mom. 
it is a phase mom <laughs> it is it's so good to go through phases because like that's how you become who you are like don't let yourself like don't kick yourself because you are consumed by a phase because it will pass and that's okay yeah. or maybe not um, <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's so good to just like pick up new hobbies because now you have new skills and new experiences yeah. Like, now I can do henna because my friend let me do some on myself, and it... Oh, my friends bullied me out of that. I never did it again. <laughs> but, like, now I know how it works, and, now, and I, now I know how to do it, and I'm sure, like, now I know how to... Especially with art, it's like, there's so many different types and mediums that, like, were phases of my life. Anyway. Yeah, I think those phases are important. Like, they really shape who you are. Like, had I not been pushed into that phase of, like, oh, I'm anxious right. kid, it's CCA, I can music. But then I finished that with the Joanne story. I finished with being, like, my mom exposed me to oh, things. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I wouldn't have done on my own. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, trying those new experiences. And crocheting is not for me. Baking, not really for me. But it's still, like, oh, yeah, like, I did that one time. And, like, there's a kid at CCA, and he, like, yo-yos, or did. And, like, that literally made him so Cut cool. his hand off. <clears throat> Practically. But, like, everybody was, like you you yo-yo and they were like wow like this kid yo-yos and it was just like that was cool and like yeah that's that's kind of a nerd thing but he was so cool for that i was playing there's like metallica on on like one of the bus rides and he was like yo this is such a good song abby what is this and i was like well it's metallica he's like i gotta write like i need to write down i need to use it for my next like yo-yo track like (laughs) i love that (laughs) um but yeah that's really all i have to say is like yeah because like whenever you're a little kid your parents just sign you up for stuff and like that's just what you do that's just the way it is is you just have to go to soccer practice as a (laughs) four-year-old it's just the way it is but like whenever you get older a lot of parents like lay off and you have it's up to you to be spontaneous and just do new things because most parents like won't force you as much especially like the older you get but yeah yeah well, I think that was a good discussion of just, like, mm-hmm. things that make high school good. You know, high school doesn't have to be sitting in the back of the class the whole time, like, taking your boring-looking notes and, like, being bored out of your mind and, like, making C's and not having anything to do outside of school. Like, that does not have to be high school. That is the worst experience possible. But, like, just putting in effort and having fun, like, those things are okay in high school. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you learned something or, like, found it funny or just heard something that you're like, oh, I crocheted clothes for my water bottle, too. Um, If you like this episode, don't forget to follow it or leave a rating and review. We do have a website. The link is in the description. If you want to check out Abby's Instagram, it will also be in the description. Um, She did make the cover art, so if you want to go DM her and tell her how cool she is, you can do that. Um, Yeah, any closing words, Abby? Um... Yeah, I would just say don't, whenever you're doing all these tips that we gave, just don't care what anybody else thinks. Just, like, make sure that everything you do is for other people and mm-hmm. for yourself and not what for not for anybody else's opinion of you. Because it doesn't matter. And yeah. it won't matter because if you peak in high school, <laughs> no. Like, it's just, like... If you think that you're at your best you'll ever be, you need to rethink some things. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just saying, don't care what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, those are some good words of wisdom. Good job. Uh, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to listen in next Friday. Um, stay safe. Oh.